0: Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're revisiting all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But right now, we're doing our supplemental summer episode, The Hills Have Size Le Deux, where we're covering The Hills' New Beginnings. Um, Today, we're actually going to be discussing episodes five and episode six, since we missed last week. Um and before we get started um do we have i have a little bit of house cleaning how about you meredith oh i'm your host frank the iii and-, and
1: i'm meredith broadbeck i do not have any house cleaning because i'm sure everyone can tell i've been a horrible podcast co-host this summer and i've hardly had time to watch this stuff let alone research fun things but work is leveling out and i'll have more time second half of the season and i'm very excited
0: um, well, yeah, and I do have to say that weekly, um, is hard.
1: <laughs> it is. It's really hard.
0: And it's the hard. fact I that mean, it's
1: a show happening in real time is a big switch for us. There um, are news stories and blog posts and Twitter and people getting mad at people. It's, it's a lot.
0: <laughs> um, okay. So now I need to check my notes. We last recorded on the, do, 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 do. Oh, no. Did I not date it? Yes. Okay, the 15th. So, and... Okay. All right. So, Twitter will start after that. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, that was live tweet. Uh, live tweet. Because I'm going to skip my live tweets. Um. Do, 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 do. okay um all right here we go uh heather tweeted us on the on july 19th at heather uh, gloom cookie and said i'm am i listening lol come on you know i am i didn't mean the singer was a dead ringer for james or anything it was totally the lighting and the freaky contacts in a few scenes plus his chin the contacts made his eyes look um jk blue and that was in reference to the fact that i called heather out because she said the lead singer of Brody's band, Oz, looked like James Kennedy. And I am hot for ja- uh, the lead singer and not for James. Right. Um, and then she also tweeted and said, Meredith, I'm dying. Crystal's boring with seven O's. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, and then she posted some pics of the singer as James. And I will admit, Heather, that in the pictures you posted, I could see where you're getting it. Like, but it's like in a weird, um, like negative, like the photos are in a negative, like he's blue underlit. So I get it. I can see. Um, and then Mallory at Mallory rec 19, um, tweeted us and said, feeling like a star because one hit pod shouted out my multitude of tweets on this week's podcast. Um, we loved it, Mallory and keep tweeting. Um, and she also very nicely said, if you're not watching the Hills new beginning, if you're also, if you're watching the Hills new beginnings and not listening to one hit pod, what are you even doing with your life? We greatly appreciate it. Um, And then Fashion Grunge, at Fashion Grunge, tweeted and said, just discovered your show. You have to do one on the Bravo show, Gallery Girls. And I tweeted back and said that is on our list. We definitely will be. Um, Mallory tweeted and said that the article that The Hills is getting a um, second season, um, which we are all here for. Then Mallory tweeted, and I don't believe that you did this, Mayor. Um, she tweeted and said, please note, I'm a Whitney and I've never been happier. The which original Hills girl are you quiz.
1: And oh, a lot I took
0: it. Did you take it?
1: I did. And I don't remember what I got because I did it like two weeks ago.
0: <laughs> um, I got Audrina and I am like, not okay with that. Um, I guess, I mean, it is true. I do like finger banging, but uh, still, I, I, I always thought myself as more of like a low um, so everyone season participated. One, in
1: that. Season one, you were a Heidi.
0: I was a Heidi back in the day, but I'm going like now, like, uh, and I'm not a Heidi currently. Um, and then poor Heather tweeted us and said she's on the verge of freaking out. Not only can she not watch Bravo here in Canada because she was on vacation in Montreal, but she can't watch MTV either. I've downloaded this app for nothing. I'm going to have 136 hours of stuff to watch when I get home because of back to, and be backed up on podcasts on the shows beyond belief. <laughs> Heather, I'm with you. The same thing happened when I got back from Tahoe because, um, I, I actually, this is a good time to explain. I'm really sorry. I didn't live tweet you guys, but I couldn't do the seven o'clock East coast airing. Cause I was on a stupid booze cruise, well, not a booze. cruise, it was a wine tasting cruise that I wasn't <laughs> drinking on. because I was driving. Um, and then I rushed to get back to my hotel and like skipped the night's festivities only to discover that it wasn't on at 10. It was Jersey shore reunion. So I don't know if they air I mean anyone out there on the west coast let me know does it air at seven on the west coast and 10 here on the east because it was not on and I you know how you can look and see if there's like another airing like it wasn't even airing in the next couple hours so I thought it was really weird but I tried I'm really sorry you guys um that I missed last week's live tweet um and then uh Heather sent us a video about Heidi and Spencer um And then she sent a really funny scene of them on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And then, this was really heavy, and I don't know if you saw this, Mayor, but Heather tweeted us this Yahoo article saying that Audrina had accused Corey of sexually abusing Kira. I did. And I hope that none of it's true. I hope that he didn't abuse her, and I hope that this article is somehow incorrect and she wasn't accusing
1: him. Yeah. Like, I don't know where to go with it. I know, and I the whole their custody battle is like the next like Bethany and Jason Hoppy. It's so ugly, and Corey has made comments that make me not hate him, but I also know he's awful. So it, the whole thing is so hard to read about.
0: And I don't, and I don't want to get into it. It's so heavy and terrible. But I feel like it can't be true because he's still having unsupervised visits, and she's okay with that. I mean, we see on the show that he has unsupervised visits with her. And I would think if that was the case, she would do everything in her power to make that not happen.
1: Well, that was when they were filming as of right now. I don't know that he does. Um, well, he does
0: because remember the drop-off thing just happened.
1: Yeah, that's true. The
0: police station. I mean, that was only a couple of weeks. Either way. It's It's awful. It's, it's awful. awful. And I feel terrible for everyone involved. And I'm really praying that none of it's true, that she didn't falsely accuse him. And that she didn't accurately accuse him either and that that's not happening. So fingers crossed, yeah. you guys, this was a misreport and nothing will come of it. Um, and then on a lighter note, Chris M tweeted us and posted that he got Lauren. How do we feel about that? And he posted the little thing. It said, you are driven, strong, and outgoing. You are loyal to your friends and motivated in your professional life. And um, he, I replied and then he said, true, this is more accurate. She will always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris, Lisa Love. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Heather also got Lauren. Uh, um, okay, and then that's it. And then we go into my live tweet. So that's it for the, for the Twitter. And again, I'm not going to cover the, the live tweeting.
1: Yes. So are you ready for episode I, five? I am ready. Now, do
0: we want to... Now, both of us have listened to PrattCast. I listened to... Like half, maybe three-fourths of last week's episode when I was at the dentist on Monday. <laughs> and the one that
1: Stephanie herself wasn't on.
0: Yes. And then I listened to all of the most recent one last night on the way home from the gym before I came home to take notes. Okay. Um, so do we want to intermingle any of that in when we cover episode six? Or do we want to talk about anything about it now?
1: Um. Either one. I. Uh, I think it's all fair game because it happened before we recorded any of it. So the episode was without Stephanie, I found kind of tough. I enjoyed some takes, but I will admit that just as a whole, I'm turning on Prattcast. Not on Stephanie and not on her opinions, but on the podcast itself.
0: Um interesting. Now why is that?
1: So for me, I know that the show is choreographed like i'm not <laughs> yeah. i think i think everybody knows that but they keep talking so much about like the people and how they think they're plotting and how people are doing things for this and that and they're making it like the bachelor or survivor where it's like a game and where i'm sure it is to some people i just don't like hearing about that like i like hearing from stephanie about what scenes they cut and you know all that kind of stuff but i'm not hear as much for like Well's take on the situation.
0: Now the only thing that I found shocking and I could tell immediately when I listened to this week that she had not listened to last week's episode of her own podcast. Yeah. Um they took Spencer's side and trashed her a little bit. Yes. And not did. even a little bit, like a decent amount. And I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen once she hears it. I because know for you guys who haven't listened, she has said that not only has she not watched the show, in weeks. She hasn't watched it since Justin Bobby's concert. Um, She does not listen to her own podcast, which is fine on the episode she's on. But if you missed an episode and your co-hosts take over, I'd want to hear what they had to say. And they did not have good things to say about her. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen when she listens to it.
1: Yeah. It would be like if you did an episode without me and you basically talked about how the boring woman who keeps the plot moving forward isn't with you anymore. (laughs) Like, they (laughs) definitely... They just like, that's what I mean is that I feel like Wells and Amy or whoever was the guest on that last one. I can't remember her name, but... I don't think it was Amy, but they're just like taking liberties and they're theorizing too much. Like, can we just talk about the show that is on TV right now? I don't need to care about who you think is making moves for this quote-unquote long-term game that I don't think exists.
0: So... I also, like this week and I told you to skip to 25 minutes in, I did not need a half an hour of Wells engagement and like all this stuff I don't care about. So,
1: Well, we need to touch on Wells engagement for just a second.
0: Okay. (laughs) Also, I can't believe Wells was in Tahoe when I was in Tahoe and didn't know that until after the fact.
1: I can't believe that I heard it and meant to text you and forgot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would have hunted him down. I didn't have much else to do.
1: Yeah, so Wells got engaged to Sarah Highland, and it was very sweet. And they were on vacation in Fiji. But did you actually listen to the engagement story? Yeah,
0: with the okay. drone and the whole thing. I listened to the whole thing. That's how I yes five minutes in.
1: Okay, so when I saw the photos of their engagement, I was like, "What is that weird black box?" And who was filming this? Like, did he hire a camera crew? Like, why is it up in the air like that? And it's because he brought a drone to drone. film himself proposing. Like what's wrong with the cute selfie or like have a photographer show up in 30 minutes. Like I don't, I get that they're celebrities and the social part of it. And for all I know, they tag the jeweler or whatever, but like really a drone. Well,
0: I think he's a nerd. Clearly. Well, I mean, cause they kind of imply that in the podcast. I'm like, you look so nerdy. So maybe he's just like a gadget guy. I don't know, but I don't give a fuck. Like I want to hear about the Hills. I want to get like, so I was like, I don't need to hear any of this shit. And then they were talking about Bachelor in Paradise, and I was just like, shut up, like, let's talk about that fucking Hills. Now, we will talk about some of the things I talked about when we're covering episode six, but I do have one thing to say that has nothing to do with the Hills that came out of the podcast that had me literally screaming into the void while I'm walking home from the gym last night. Stephanie... I don't want to say she's stupid because she's not stupid, but she is such a dit. Did you hear the part when she was talking about um, once upon a time
1: in Hollywood? And she called it the eighties.
0: The eighties. I was screaming. <laughs> and no one corrected her. No. no one corrected her. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who don't know, Sharon Tate died in 1969. Like she was off by 20 years. I don't like the cars look different. Like, are you insane? And she said it repeatedly. It was it was freak. I almost wanted to tweet her and be like, hey, dumbed dumb. up like it was the 60s.
1: Well, it also like it cracked me up because she laid it on so thick. She, like just as someone who grew up in L.A., I mean, to see it in the 80s was just so fascinating. First of all, you were probably born in the late 80s or early 90s. So it wasn't that far off. You should have noticed a huge difference, Stephanie.
0: Well, isn't she 33?
1: Yeah, probably. Which means she was born in 86. Yeah. She should have noticed that it looked like the 60s. (laughs) I mean, not even the 70s. Like, I mean, there is a big difference between cars
0: in the 60s and cars in the 80s. Like, forget, whatever. But it was making me crazy, and I just had to touch on it real quickly.
1: You also think someone into fashion would notice the difference as well, right? Like, were there shoulder pads and neon colors and, like, bracelets involved? No? Then maybe it wasn't the 80s. Putting that out there.
0: Making me crazy. Okay, so we have a lot to cover.
1: And you so
0: hit the nail on the head. She is 33, 86. Yeah. It's ugh. um so let's delve into the episode. We'll delve into episode. Oh, real quick aside. Did you watch the supplemental episode? I didn't have time.
1: No. What was the, that? How they got here or something? No.
0: I watched a couple minutes of it and it was like Audrina packing boxes. So I think it was extra footage, but it screws things up because according to my DVR, that's listed as episode six, but I'm going to call the most recent episode, episode six. We'll just skip that. Um, so we'll start with episode five, which was playing with fire. Yeah. Um, very apropos title name.
1: And, and perhaps we'll, a little bit insensitive, but.
0: A <laughs> little, yeah. Um, I will say, though, that I'm a, not, I'm not quite as callous as Stephanie, but I am a little team Stephanie in this episode about the fires because. Between having to watch someone, The houses of Beverly Hills, and I know it was a tragedy, and a lot of people suffered, and it was off. But I don't want to see that on my reality TV. I
1: know. I know. Like,
0: I'll watch the news if I want to see that. So, I, I'm i a little Team Stephanie, and I did, like, in my notes, a lot of times, I just wrote FIRE in all caps. Me too. That
1: notes, so. <laughs> and <laughs> I agree, like, I was not fully Team Stephanie because she came in really heated about it, but... I, I agree, but I think the politer way to have said it would, you know, to say, like, we can't dwell on this. We're not doing any good, you know, just sitting here talking about it. Like, he knows we're thinking about him.
0: A hundred percent. Again, I am not behind the way she addressed it at the <laughs> restaurant. It was horrible, but I, I kind of get where she was coming from. I agree. Um, so we start with uh, Misha and Audrina on the beach with April meditating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then... Uh, There was... Then we go to Joey and Stephanie, is that right?
1: That's what they're talking about. So they're rehashing what happened at the Crystal Party and how Joey got set off and, you know, called Stephanie a shady bitch. And Audrina mentions that Joey's overprotective. And Misha says, what's her evidence? And Audrina says it's her gut instinct. So... Well, and this is
0: where Misha, I feel like, was very the voice of reason in her confessional. It was kind of like, I don't really want to take anyone's side. And this could be seen from all angles. And was very much playing like the voice of reason.
1: Yes. But and this uh, is
0: also when Audrina says, and this pissed me off because... And this is very interesting. So I should let all of you know, I watched episode... So I watched episode five and six in order. But last night when I was for my notes... I watched episode six first, and then I watched episode five. But it was very interesting to do it that way. Um, And one of the things that stuck in my craw is Audrina says, you don't kiss someone you're trying to be friends with. But we all fucking know, because she admits in the next episode, that it was a friend kiss. And she even admits that. Yeah. It was just a, bye, see ya, whatever. So Audrina, stop fucking trying to play like he stuck his tongue down your throat and tried to eat your tonsils.
1: Yeah, she also told Justin that she only told Stephanie, but didn't we see her on camera also tell Ashley when they were yeah. shopping? She told
0: yeah. the planet earth. Now I will also say as an aside between the Pratt cast and this show, I have been gaslit. I've decided to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm just going to pretend Justin, Bobby and Adrena had a real relationship 10 years ago. <laughs> like I'm just going to do it. Like I'm just doing it. Like I'm just, I can't anymore. And like, I, I, I cause Stephanie talks on the podcast, like they actually did. And like, i you guys win. The, Hill, like the Hills producer, everyone wins. Just Bobby and dream were a real thing. I bought the cool, I'm, I'm in.
1: But so what's interesting for me is that, sure, okay, fine. They dated 10 years ago. It still doesn't explain everything that's happening right now to me. So.
0: No, it doesn't. And it also doesn't exchange, ex, explain the rapid change in perspective at events. Like it went from a little flirty and Justin was the first one to contact me after my divorce and we're the best friends ever. And now Audrina seems like a stalker and Justin does nothing to do with her. Like it's, it's very strange.
1: Right. So we end this meditation scene with, of course, Audrina talking about Justin and how he's transforming into someone she doesn't even know. And like Frank said, Misha's the voice of reason and says in her confessional that things would be easier if Audrina just knew what was going on. And I agree, but I think Audrina's the one who's misreading the majority of it.
0: Oh, I think that you're absolutely right. But I don't get why they... I mean, I guess because Stephanie's in the mix, but I don't get why they just can't be, like, flirty friends. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not going anywhere. It's kind of fun to flirt with one another. Like, let's just call it a day.
1: Audrina and Justin?
0: Yeah. Well... Because that seems how it started, like, this time around. Like, oh, we're palling around. It's nice to have someone. I mean, I've had relationships like that with people where maybe, like, we have hooked up in the past. And, you know, that could maybe be a possibility. But it's just kind of fun to be, like, flirty with them. And still be buddy-buddy and pally or pal around with them.
1: Right. But I think Audrina's the one who misreads that.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, then we go to Bottlefish. And... Heidi and Spencer have dinner with Spencer's mother Janet and I'm very surprised to see the Pratt family on this show after all these years I always thought that they were like too reserved too cool didn't want to participate and now here she is right in the mix
0: right in the mix a very apparently team Spidey yeah I think that's pretty obvious and, um, my only theory is that maybe they're tired of supporting them
1: <laughs> and yeah. thought
0: if we come on the show, they can make enough money that we don't have to keep buying them houses and paying for their shit.
1: I had the exact same thought because then Spencer talks about how much he spent on the crystal party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet the parents are getting tired of that.
0: No, I did think it was funny on podcast when Stephanie was like, they're going to be broke again. She's like, they were Gucci, everything. Spencer has an yep. Hermès bag. Like it's only a matter of time. And I think she's right.
1: They put Gunner in Gucci like he's a Gucci model. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Head to yeah. toe. I know. So then they do chat a little bit about Stephanie at Bottlefish, and Janet says she just loves you. And then did we get a little like flashback to Spencer and Stephanie having lunch or something like that?
0: I can't uh, remember. Because then Spencer's.
1: Because then Spencer says, my sister and I have made some baby steps. I don't remember which episode the flashback was in. Well,
0: because one of them had the flashback of him. I think it was the next episode when it has the flashback of him, of her telling him about the Justin Bobby thing and how I I think that was that's the next episode.
1: Okay, so Spencer is then referring to the crystal party and how they chatted and how Stephanie showed up wearing the shirt. And he says that they've made some baby steps. That's right. And then we go to Wood and Water. And Ashley, Stephanie, and Misha are having dinner. And Misha has a new found loyalty to Audrina or a growing loyalty. And they order a ton of food. I'm all here for these ladies eating on this show now. It's incredible. But we didn't uh, see
0: them eat any of it. Or even well, at the table. They just ordered it.
1: I still like the illusion of them eating.
0: <laughs> Cause I wanted to see the beef tips. I wanted to see what they looked like and they never came out or the short ribs or whatever it was.
1: Yeah. Well, at least they're pretending that they eat now. That's an improvement.
0: <laughs> but what I'm almost wondering is, and I mean, I guess it was only this restaurant, but it has become so product placement heavy. I wonder if part of the agreement of letting them film is show the name of their restaurant and then mention a bunch of shit on our menu So people know what we have here. Like, that's very possible, too. So
1: After episode six and what Stephanie said about the original Hills today on PrattCast, I think that's very true. Yeah.
0: Which was, tell all the people what she said.
1: She said that the original Hills was all money-driven and that they were offered, you know, financial bonuses and very expensive gifts, basically, to stir stuff up. So in the later series of the Hills that we didn't cover when they all confront Kristen Cavallari about supposedly doing cocaine, they were all offered a Birkin bag for confronting her.
0: And she said she was given a huge bonus to pretend to go out with Doug. Yep. And that Lauren was fine with that.
1: Yeah. I believe that. I do too. Um, Um, So then the ladies at dinner are talking about Vegas. And then Ashley says that she can't go because of Jason and his gambling addiction. And we get a little history about that. And she says that she'll be going to a charity event with Jason and then Heidi and Spencer instead. And then we get the worst bit of dubbing I've heard probably since the original Hills <laughs> reality show. And it's Stephanie's voice. And she says, and Spencer's in a huge fight with Brody. And it sounded like she was on a different planet. It was, I can't believe they couldn't edit that better. It sounded awful.
0: My only takeaway from this was that Misha says, I go way back with Stephanie, which to me is hysterical because Stephanie has said in her podcast 30,000 times that Misha wants nothing to do with the cast. She won't do promotion with them. She's full on acting when she's on the show. I, I know. So, huh? Like, it's yeah. weird because Stephanie also claims to be very authentic and real. So on the show, you're saying like Misha says this. Stephanie said like, oh, I've known Misha for forever. But then applies on the podcast. Done, I, it's confusing to me.
1: I know. Me too. And then we get a Stephanie confessional and she says that when Spencer really needed Brody, he wasn't there and he's not a good friend.
0: And then and, we switch back to Bottlefish and Janet doubles down.
1: Yeah. They all think that Brody wasn't a good friend to Spencer. and I'm
0: Not just a good friend, but Janet hates him.
1: Yeah. And Janet says to Spencer that you know, he's wasting his time trying to be Brody's friend.
0: And that Brody turned on their family.
1: Yeah. I don't get like, it's one thing
0: to not be there for your friend when he goes insane in Costa Rica and gets arrested. But I mean, to say someone turned on your family makes it act like Brody is actively attacking them somehow.
1: Right. And they talk about how Spencer's dad was like Brody's dad, which I'm sure was true. But yeah. also Spencer spent a lot of time at the foster house. Or at least, yeah. At least that's what was implied. And I wonder if, you know, so maybe Brody wasn't there for Spencer and Heidi the way he could have been when they were really down in the dumps that I believe they got kind of embarrassing, honestly. And, but what I'm wondering is if they're saying turn on the family, but what they mean is he kind of left their family behind. He's focusing on his mother, his brother, his wife, he grew up, and maybe he just doesn't want to nurture this, like, teenage, early 20-somethings friendship that he had. But that doesn't mean that he wishes them ill or he's trying to take them down or anything like that. So I'm curious, Stephanie also said on PrattCast that things with Brody are about to get really interesting. Yeah, on Monday's episode. Yeah, so I'm curious what that means. But I
0: also wonder if it is Monday's episode, because she also said a couple weeks ago that, like, next week is Vegas, and it wasn't at the time. And then she said that Perez shows up in Vegas, and he didn't. So, I—who knows?
1: And Vegas ended very abruptly, as we'll get to at the end of this episode.
0: Very abruptly, yeah. Um, Um, And we're at Brody and Caitlin's house, and they're packing for Vegas.
1: Yeah, and And then he calls Brandon—
0: And it's really funny because I didn't know Brandon was going to show up in the very next scene. And before I crossed it out, but in my notes, I wrote, I wonder if Brandon gets paid if he's only on FaceTime. Oh, yeah. That counts for showing up in an episode.
1: So everybody's packing and Brandon, we see his bedroom while he's packing. And this is a real deep cut, but... I'm not sure if you remember like season one, possibly of MTV Cribs way back in the day when Pamela Anderson was on and her Malibu beach house, her whole house was like very Provencal romantic. Everything was white covered in candles. And I swear Brandon has her old furniture. Oh, he may. His bedroom was kind of femme. Yeah, maybe he he does. Yeah, It, it was very Pamela to me. And he talks about how acting is his big priority and we get a weird scene with his manager and, you know, it's his first role on television and his biggest role. And then we see it's Stephanie... I thought it was a movie. I don't know. He I, said tel-
0: mo- I thought it was a movie.
1: He said to Brody, I gotta go be a movie star. But then in his confessional, he said, first gig on television.
0: Oh, I don't know. Because I thought he was filming a movie as a junkie. Maybe it's a TV show as a junkie.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Question, though. Like, if you're going to be on a TV show on a recurring role, like, why are you doing The Hills?
1: I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to see if he has an IMDb.
0: Maybe he committed to The Hills and signed a contract before he got the gig on the TV show. Yeah. Because it's got to be detrimental to an acting career to be simultaneously on a reality show and be on network or cable series because you yes. want people to, to see you as the character not as yourself
1: okay so when was this they filmed end of 2018 yeah so he was in sierra burgess is a loser
0: is that a movie or a tv show
1: it was a movie so i don't know credits? No. It's with the girl who played Barb on Stranger Things. Oh, and he filmed one episode of Tales. Which is, it is. It's on B.E.T. And that came out this year.
0: So maybe it was that. Yeah. I mean, which is possible because he was going to Atlanta to film, right?
1: Yeah. So there's so, that. Yeah,
0: maybe. Alright. Yeah. I mean not Morton.
1: Yeah, no. Um, and then we get a shot of Stephanie packing and my note is they all pack like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing is folded nicely. No one's placing it in the suitcase, like in a way that they're planning to pack more stuff. They're just like laying clothes in a suitcase. It's ridiculous. Well, and then we
0: taking giant suitcases for what? A one night trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then we're at Audrina's house and we're doing some more packing, except that Heidi's drinking while Audrina packs.
0: And I, this is one of my favorite tropes of reality TV
1: in my life. Have you, cause
0: I have never invited someone over to sit and watch me pack. And it happens a lot on reality TV, like a lot.
1: It may have happened by accident a couple of times. Like I was hanging out at a friend's house and they were like, Oh, do you mind coming into my bedroom? I've got to throw some stuff in a bag for my flight tomorrow. That kind of thing, but not, I don't know. Not I've never said, hey,
0: come on over and have some champagne and watch me pack for a trip. Like, that's it.
1: <laughs> Although, if you offered that, I might do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Frank, don't forget your swim trunks. <laughs> um, so then Heidi talks about how Brody and Spencer still have still been spoken and how she and Spencer really need a break from the group. And Audrina says the only thing she's dreading about Vegas is that things are weird with Justin. And Heidi asks, what has changed? And she says, well, I don't want to blame Stephanie, but who knows? And it's hard not to blame her. So what I want to know is blame her for what? We've established season after season that Justin is not attentive and that he's wishy-washy. And he kind of, like, talks out of his ass when it comes to his relationship with Audrina. And now he's doing the same thing, presumably... So why is that Stephanie's fault?
0: I don't know. I don't. Like, I mean, this
1: whole thing
0: makes no sense to me. Me either. Especially with, with PrattCast. I mean, and we've even seen a little bit of it on the show In, in the beginning. Audrina encouraged them to hang out. Yeah. And said, like, Justin gives great advice, like whatever. And, I don't think, I mean, I honestly do not think there's anything going on between the two of them. Stephanie has said very recently, nothing ever happened. Um, And the only thing I can get is that they have that friendly guy, girl, nothing's ever going to happen, but there's a little bit of flirtation relationship that I think Audrina used to have with Justin Bobby and probably misses. So that's the only thing that makes sense to me.
1: Right. And the other reason it doesn't make sense to me is that, so say Audrina is 100% correct and that Stephanie is hooking up with Justin and denying it on camera. What is she gaining from that?
0: Well, and what we now know, and any of you listen to PrattCast, is that Audrina was dating someone else this entire time.
1: Right. But like, Audrina's just... just, it's just not making sense to me. I don't understand why Audrina thinks that Stephanie's being so shady or winning at something by denying this. It's not exactly making her look good or anything like that. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. No.
0: And I mean, obviously, and it comes up later um, and multiple times is the real issue is that Justin Bobby is being a dick and not actively denying it.
1: Right. Like when it
0: comes up, he just says nothing. Instead of saying, you're not hooking up, like nothing ever happened. Now, Stephanie is claiming on PrattCast that behind the scenes that was happening, but I've seen no evidence of it, and it seems that no one else has seen any evidence of it either.
1: Right. Well, so Justin's being Justin, and he's that classic person that instead of saying no, he's going to be like, I'm not going to justify that with an answer. It's just childish. You know, he's that person. He's always been that person. But then we're in Vegas, and... We are staying at the Venetian. Which I don't fucking understand. Because the thing was, at the Aria. was at the
0: Aria. And so I'm sure that they get comped everything. And now I know all of the casinos, like there's only three casino owners in Vegas and they're all owned by multiple people. So I don't know if the Venetian people own Aria as well. I know they own the Palazzo. Um, right. I believe they own, um, oh, what's the other one that Excess is in? Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. So it's possible, but I just thought it was very weird that they weren't staying at Aria.
1: That, that's my first note. It says, why aren't they at the Aria?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so then they go to Electra Bar, which with looks Stephanie. like the hotel lobby bar, right?
0: Yeah, with Stephanie, Frankie, and Justin Bobby.
1: Yep. And that's when we start talking about the Malibu fires and how Brody and Caitlin are at home fighting for their home in Malibu. And we see some home footage of what they're dealing with. And they're all bummed because they came to celebrate Brody and his gig. And now they're, there's a chance that they might not come and they end up not coming. So we take a commercial break and then we are still at Electra bar and we are still talking about the fires and we're still seeing home videos Which are nuts, but we saw a lot of them. And Audrina and Misha arrive. And Audrina says, surprise, surprise, Justin and Stephanie are together again. (laughs) We haven't even seen them together. They had drinks at Paloma. That's it. That's the only thing I've seen. And I just
0: wrote, well, first I wrote, I'm team Stephanie, no more fire. Because at this point she hadn't, like, gone off the rails in her no fire talk yet. It was still... Normal,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then I just put like Misha is trying to remain neutral, and that Frankie drops the bomb about Joey, um, saying shit about Stephanie, right? But I, I mean, it's so like even Frankie is Team
1: Stephanie, I
0: know, like in the whole thing, he was like, I don't, and I thought it was funny when Misha was like, I don't like interlopers,
1: <laughs> I know. So I think the other thing that's telling in all of this is how many people have been on Prattcast since the show started or since her podcast started.
0: Who's been on? Because I listen sporadically. You're the one that listens regularly. So I, well, I don't think I've heard a guest.
1: So Brandon has been on. Uh-huh. Um, Jason and his wife were on. And mm-hmm. I believe Whitney was on. And... Let me see if she had Misha on. I don't think so.
0: Now, conversely, who's been on uh, the Spidey podcast? I don't know. I know Jason's been, Jason and Ashley have been on that.
1: Yeah, he, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and Justin Bobby is apparently going to come on Prattcast
0: next week or yep. this coming Tuesday or whatever it drops.
1: Yep. Um, okay. I think that's it, but it still is surprising to me. Cause I feel like if Stephanie really were this villain and doing all this stuff for, you know, the sake of camera time, wouldn't they all be kind of mad at her and not doing her podcast or are they all? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no, I don't need to dwell on that more. Um, So they have this whole conversation about who hates middlemen and all that kind of stuff. And they talk about Joey and Stephanie looks legitimately shocked when she finds out what Joey said. And. Audrina talks about how Joey just doesn't trust Justin. And Justin says, if there was a moment and I felt something I would tell you, meaning like between him and Audrina, nothing is going on. And. Audrina should have gone to Stephanie and not Joey. And Stephanie says, well, well done on making this a big issue now.
0: (laughs) True story. And it's true. I mean, it's definitely mountain out of a molehill. And now what's very interesting about all of this is that Stephanie said on podcast that Joey was in Vegas.
1: Oh, yeah. And never made it on camera. She really wanted to. And
0: I do. I mean, I a hundred percent think that Joey is fucking for camera time.
1: Yeah. Like no
0: one comes in that hot. And I thought it was hysterical for you guys who haven't listened. Um, well I'll wait and talk about it next episode because it's next episode, but, um,
1: when she talked about the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but it is, it's true. It's like, I've never seen anyone and not to say that I wouldn't do the same thing. Like, trust me, if I ever get to be on a reality show, I'm coming in guns blazing hot as hell to try to make sure that I stay on the show. Or get a spot on the show. And it's very apparent to me that that's what Joey is doing. Yes. I mean, no one comes in that hot. For no. I mean, it's just for no reason. It's ridiculous.
1: Also, I don't think anyone cares when their friend's ex-boyfriend of 10 years, who is always kind of an asshole, starts potentially sleeping with someone new. Like, I, okay. So well, he's the other like- thing
0: about this is I think she's not, you notice she's not going after Justin.
1: No. Because I
0: think she knows she can't take him. Like he will shut her shit right down. She knows Stephanie or she thinks, or thought Stephanie was the weaker of the two and a little more sporadic and off the hinge and was like, that's the one I'm going to go for.
1: Yeah. So then we have a scene of the Legacy of Vision Gala, the charity event that Heidi and Spencer are at with Jason and Ashley. And um, so everybody looks great. Jason looks so hot in a suit, and Heidi looks amazing in her dress. It has a low back. Did Very you, pretty. Did you look at her hair? Um, it was not great. It was like a beehive. It was. It was tough. It
0: wasn't a cute beehive. I mean, it wasn't. I. It's because I think she's got like a, so many fucking extensions in her hair. There's only so much you can do with putting it up.
1: Yeah, it was. It was rough it looked like a bad beauty queen or news anchor or something like that. So then they, you know, they flash back to this historical scene at ketchup. One of our all time faves where Jason was kind of a hot mess and didn't get along with Spencer and Heidi. And Spencer says in his confessional in a very sweet way, he says that, you know, Jason really in his sobriety tries to find the best in every situation. And, I think that's a really nice way to think of it. And every interview I've heard with Jason has been really genuine. And then Jason says in his confessional, he says, you know, I'm living proof that you can transform your life and find one that's worth living. And I almost lost my marriage, my relationship with my daughter and money and thank God I have such a solid wife, which is just, you know, really sweet. Um, So, and then Heidi talks about why they're close with Jason and she says that, you know, after they fell so far so fast and they were in a really low place that they have a really clear idea of who their friends are and that Jason was one of the people who was there for them. So that's also very nice. Yeah. And he gives a quick speech introducing Dr. Drew. Yep. And they still very much work together. I think they have a podcast together actually. They do. Yeah. So good for Jason. And then we get more breaking news about the Malibu fires. And did you catch the vintage MTV news style like banner on the bottom? Uh Yeah. I was expecting Kurt Loder to come out. (laughs) Um, So then Caitlin is at Brody's mother's condo and Brody decided to stay home and fight a fire by himself. And she calls Audrina and is basically saying, you know, everybody have fun. We're just over here trying to keep our house. (laughs) Um, and she doesn't think that the house is worth it and that she couldn't get through to Brody and he was going to do what he wanted to do about it, which is really terrifying. And I'm not sure I would be on board with that.
0: No, but I'm glad he made it.
1: Same. And their house too. Spoiler. Yeah. So then we're back in Vegas and everyone is getting ready to go out. And Misha and Barty. Spesh. is getting ready with a maxi pad on her head. Who is? Stephanie. Oh, yeah, she had a giant like headband on. She had a
0: giant maxi, but it looked like a maxi pad. Like, she had stuck a maxi pad to the top of her head. It was the wackiest thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. And Misha Bartna officially has the best collection of jackets I've ever seen in my life. She had something amazing on, and I loved it. And Justin and Frankie are getting ready. Justin's drinking champagne. Audrina and Misha are drinking champagne. And then Frankie, very vintage.
0: Whoa, oh, 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 oh. What? First, we have to talk about Justin Bobby. And I okay. know Heather will be with me on this. It's quite possibly the hottest he's ever looked. He looks like Jack the Ripper. He looks he like a sexy Jack the Ripper. He looked so good. Like, I just wanted to go back <laughs> to some kind of, like, steampunk sex dungeon with him. Like, he just looked so hot.
1: I was going to call it, like, Sweeney Todd, because he keeps yes. rocking. Yes, blinders, whatever. Like, yes. He keeps rocking the, like, vest and jacket or jacket and jacket, like, jean jacket and then leather jacket. He must be hot as shit all the time. (laughs) I'm sure, but I am here for it. Yeah, and I think he's wearing a good amount of guyliner as well now. He is, and actually,
0: was it today? I don't know, in, like, one of the Facebook groups, um, somebody was like, is Justin Bobby wearing guyliner? And, like, had all these pictures, and everyone was like, yes, he 100% is.
1: I mean, his eyes are, like, his best feature, so I don't want him to drown them out, but I agree. He's... It's not quite my vibe, but I i get it. So Frankie is pushing Justin to kind of find out what's going on between him and Audrina and Stephanie, and so he's saying, you know, do you think they both want you? And in this whole episode, Justin is just kind of playing coy and like he doesn't want to dignify things with real answers. And so he has another choice quote and he says, "I love spending time with them. I love correlating. I don't think very much past it. I'm not thinking with my dick. I'm thinking with my head." Okay.
0: That's Justin Bobby, nonsense and confessional.
1: Yes. And then he transitions to another one that I also wrote down and it took me several tries to get it verbatim. Growing as a man and knowing my boundaries and limits, I chuckle at immaturity. I laugh at stupidity and I disregard negligence.
0: Great. Justin Bobby.
1: <laughs> Great. That really clears things up about what's going on with you and Audrina and Stephanie. I understand. I'm going to run that.
0: out and get a tattoo of it and like old English scripts across my chest tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I chuckle at immaturity. (laughs) Great. So then he says that he's just better off doing me is what he says.
0: So then he'd be better off if I was doing him, but yes, another podcast, of
1: course, 100%. So then, I'm guessing my note is about Audrina and Misha talking about Stephanie and Justin and how awkward and weird they're being. And do you think they're hooking up? Well, everything comes out in Vegas. You'll find out right now. And well, Misha admits she thinks something weird is going on, but she doesn't know what it is.
0: And I just wrote, Misha won't speculate about Justin and Bobby, and Stephanie, good girl.
1: Well, also because... Because no one has any proof of
0: any of it. I mean, this is so, like... There's smoke and no fire Like it just It doesn't Like I don't get Where all of this Suspicion And Intrigue And why No No one I have yet to have Anyone explain Other Because the club thing Hasn't happened yet Why they're so convinced They're fucking
1: I I have no idea I have no idea On the
0: phone sometimes Like Because he went over To our house once
1: Yeah And the vibe That I get from Prattcast Is that they're Really friends they are the, They are the two who step back and laugh at this show, and everyone else is seeming to take it a little more seriously. I don't. I don't know. So then we go to Catch, of course, which it's weird because it said a-
0: Aria and then Catch, but it looked like Treasure Island to me. Oh, because they show all the fire in the front, which is a, tri- a Ti. Yeah. And- and they go. So I don't know. I didn't look up, but like I. So who knows? Catch could be at Aria. It could be at, at Treasure Island. Because right. Treasure Island is across the street from the Venetian. So
1: right, it is at the Aria.
0: Oh, it is. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, it looked like fun. Yeah. So Michael Litzinger shows up again, and that's when I checked IMDb because I started to wonder if he's a producer on this show. Is he? He's not, but then it listed the cast by how many episodes they're all in, which was interesting and a little disheartening. <laughs> and the good news is Michael Litzinger is only in three, so I think he's done now.
0: I forgot; I have a huge sidebar that yes. I've been meaning to tell you and tell the podcast, and I forgot. Um, and actually, one of the people that listens to this podcast—well, if she's listening—will hear about this. So, one of my clients. Um, it's actually one of my client's daughters, but she's my client as well. Um, her very good friend is very good friends with Whitney. Okay. And it's actually, and I, and I keep forgetting this. And every time I see this, the daughter, I, I'm like, you've got to get me hooked hook up with her. I got to talk to her. I got to, got to come to the podcast. I got to grill her. And she was just with Whitney, um, in California. And Whitney said, she's barely in it.
1: She, like, not
0: much of her. she said, she's not in it much at all.
1: Right. So, Whitney, I think only, she's listed as 12 or 13 episodes, and I actually think she was listed as having more episodes than Misha.
0: Which is an incorrect listing, then.
1: Well, it was for the whole season.
0: So how many are there in the season? 15. Because she, I mean, maybe she's in it for a couple minutes here and there in some episodes, but she told this girl, like, I'm, I'm barely in it. You're barely going to see me.
1: Right? No, she's not. She's definitely not in it a lot. The only four people who are in all 15 episodes are Brody, Spencer, Heidi, and Stephanie.
0: But anyway, that was my, that was my little sidebar.
1: Yeah. Um, so they all, Michael Litzinger is there and they do a shot of some kind, but it looks like green juice.
0: Well, it's, they, there were shots, but there was also those things, the green juice with the straw. Yeah. They did actual shots, too. But I think it's hysterical because Michael is this time, again, referred to as Brody's friend. Yeah. Like sometimes he's Brody's friend, sometimes he's Spencer's friend. It's like, make up your mind,
1: producers. And then on PrattCast, Stephanie talks about how he's her friend. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who knows? So then they start talking about the fires again, and this is where <laughs> Stephanie comes in real hot.
0: Real hot.
1: And she says, is this what tonight's going to be about? Beating this dead horse? There's nothing we can do.
0: (laughs) Even I was like, ooh. Like, I'm on board, Steph. But, ooh. Like, not good.
1: Yeah. And then Audrina. So Stephanie made me uncomfortable. But Audrina made me feel really uncomfortable in this scene, too. Because Audrina said, like, she just has a very hard time, like, fighting back. And I get that Stephanie's, she's always at a 10, you know? But Audrina's like, well, it's reality.
0: <laughs> well, and then she says, like, what do you want to talk
1: about, Steph?
0: Yeah. And then it's the other way. And, like, let's make things even more uncomfortable and terrible and be like, let's talk about your terrible friend, Joey.
1: Yeah. So. Then. Audrina says, well, I've heard a lot. She doesn't say what. And Stephanie says, well, Joey has made it a thing and now I'm pissed off. And Audrina says, Joey's convinced. We don't know why or how. And Stephanie says she needs to shut her mouth. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's a bitch.
0: (laughs) Well, and Stephanie is right because Joey hasn't seen them interact except for two seconds at the crystal party. So Joey, where are you getting all this information from Audrina?
1: Yeah. So then Audrina's comeback is, well, you're kind of a bitch too. And then they, the way it was edited made it look like Stephanie was shocked by that comment when really I think they pieced that together and Stephanie probably didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, so she says, Audrina, I'm not hooking up with Justin, so please stop. And then Misha points out that Justin just sits there and does nothing and she thinks that it looks like an admission of guilt.
0: And she's right. Misha's 100% right. She, he should say something. He should pipe up immediately and say, we're not hooking up. This is ridiculous. You need to calm the fuck down.
1: Well, so here's my other question. Even if they were hooking up, whose business is it? Like, why do they need to explain it to a table full of people? Like, he's not, he's not dating Audrina. Audrina is separated and fighting for custody of a child with another man.
0: And that has been Stephanie's consistent argument, at least on the broadcast and I'm on the show and it's, she's right. Yeah. I, I mean, and what annoys me about everyone else about Ashley, Nisha, I mean, all the people that I like on the show is that all of them in their confessionals and their narratives seems to be like, Oh, if they would just tell Audrina that what's really going on, then she'd be fine with it. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't think she would. And second of all, why do you assume that there's something going on? Cause there's not.
1: Yeah. And they are telling her. Yeah. They well, are Stephanie telling her.
0: Like her. Justin's
1: not.
0: Uh, Depending on who you believe. Like yeah. on the show, it seems like Justin's not, but Stephanie claims on the podcast that she did tell him, repeatedly, tell her repeatedly, but.
1: Right. So then Misha pipes up and Stephanie shuts her down. And then Andrina transitioned to say, you know, like, don't speak to Misha that way. Blah, blah, blah. Stephanie wants an apology from Joey. And then Stephanie whispers in Michael at Singer's ear, I'm going to tear the girls apart tonight. So get with the program. Oh, I don't <laughs>
0: even think it was whispered. She just says it, like leans over. I don't think it was that quiet. Um,
1: I kind of enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> Which also would imply that she is friends with Michael.
1: Yeah. Well, that's when I really questioned if he was a producer on the show too. Like, why is she tipping him off to something? Yeah. So then we take a break and then we go back to the dinner and Justin says he doesn't think it's valuable to engage. So he just won't. And he says, I'm not sleeping with Stephanie. I shouldn't have to prove it to the table. He says that in a confessional though, not at the table. Um, and then he says to everyone, this is minuscule shit when a friend's house is burning down. Yeah. And then people just say that he had every opportunity to squash the rumors and he didn't. And they all agree that the fight is dumb and they're going to the club.
0: Well, and he says, and, come on guys, we traveled all day. And I'm like, it's a fucking 45 minute flight. What do you mean travel all day?
1: Yeah. And from what I can tell you guys got there and I've just been chilling at the bar. Yeah. So that's, not, I don't that's know. not that stressful. No. Um, so then we get a brief scene of them at the club, just like dancing and having at, fun with each other
0: at Jewel.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Justin says to Stephanie, let's be better than the crowd and get out of here.
0: Now, the one thing I will say, and this was interesting, like I said, watching it after the, the most recent episode was there were a lot of shots of Audrina being all over Justin. Yeah, I thought but so too. It, but he was reciprocal. I mean he wasn't pushing her away. But I but I also think that if everything Stephanie says of Prat House is true about Audrina being a little stalker with Justin, I think that's maybe why he wanted to leave. Yeah. It's easy just to bounce than to because he's not very good at being like, get off me, I'm not into you. It's like I'm just gonna bounce.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what he does. Instead of being one hundred percent honest and saying I'm not into you like that, he just blows her off.
0: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So then we get a final shot of Caitlin not being able to get a hold of Brody and we get some sad music to a fire montage.
0: Um, all right. And now let's go right into episode six.
1: Yeah. No need to do scenes from the next. Let's do it. Nope. Um, which is, (laughs) I don't think
0: we can be friends.
1: Yeah. And my takeaway to that is thank God, please stop trying. Getting old. Yeah. So we get some more background on the fire and how many homes it damaged, and it was fifteen hundred homes. And Brody and Caitlin are driving through and seeing all the damage. Um, their house made it, but their property has some damage. So it came pretty close. Um, and I just
0: fire boring.
1: Yeah, it was. I know. I'm just trying to do it justice. It was boring. So then Audrina and Misha are driving, and that's when I realized that we weren't in Vegas anymore. Yep. (laughs) Like nothing. We're not still in Vegas. We're not still partying. No drama got wrapped up. We don't know if Stephanie and Justin went home together. Like we've just Vegas is over.
0: Yep. Done. And everyone's back. Yep. So. Which we all know means nothing fucking happened.
1: Nothing. And Audrina says, quote, it was the worst trip ever. And Stephanie attacked everyone at dinner. Well, you all agreed to let it go. And you went to the club from what I saw. So then Audrina is driving Misha to her audition.
0: Which, can you explain to me? I mean, I know it's TV and they have to be, but why is Audrina there? Like, I wouldn't take a friend to a job interview, which is what an audition is.
1: Especially not if I were a professional, like Misha Barton, who used to be on television. I don't know. I thought the whole thing was so odd. And so she describes the part she's reading for... And she meets with this casting agent whose name is Fern Champion. And she looks like an orangutan. Her spray tan was out of control. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. So then, you know, Misha says she thinks it went pretty well and it could be a really good opportunity to start again. Well, uh, and I
0: will say that Misha killed the audition.
1: She's very talented.
0: Very talented. I mean, like when they had her do it again and she like, I was impressed.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we get more scenes of Brody's house that. Or Boring Fire. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I took away from the Boring Fire is why does he still have
0: the seats from his old Escalade? I don't yacht?
1: know. I don't know. And the like, person who bought it wanted them? You would think. Um, I was also. I thought they would play up the Caitlin confronting him about being worried about leaving him behind and some of that, but they didn't. So no. whatever. Um, so then we see Heidi and Spencer and Abby playing with gunner and blowing bubbles. And then it turns into it a Sonic, Sonic ad. Sure. Yeah. It's a Sonic ad Brody or sorry, Spencer shows up with a milkshake from Sonic and just hands one to Heidi. And she says, Oh, my favorite. Thanks. And then they make sure the cup labels are facing out during the whole scene.
0: And Spencer is wearing anal beads as bracelets.
1: Yep. He's really big into those. Yeah. So then Spencer has a weird aside where he talks about what a great mom Heidi is, and he basically says she never puts the baby down. (laughs) And that he's really heavy, but Heidi will hold him no matter what. And holding the baby gives Spencer tennis elbow. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um. so then Heidi talks about how she's going to get back into her music and now the Gunner's a little older she wants to take more time for herself and she had a successful online album and was very big in the quote underground gay community
0: so I have tons to say about this I um, you would all, and
1: I can't wait
0: I loved that she one of my favorite things she's like not everyone knows that I wanted to be a pop star princess. I'm like, we, everyone knows Heidi, like yeah, everyone knows everyone. you blew all your money on trying to be one. So everyone knows. Um, now underground gay community, I was dying. I was like, cause the mainstream gays don't like you. What I'm assuming by underground gay community, she just means me specifically because I have both her albums and I used to listen to them all the time at the gym, but I don't, I think she just means gay community. What the fuck are you talking about, Heidi? Underground gay community. I'm, or she's club music. Like, I don't...
1: I don't know. I'm pretty sure the gays are allowed above ground now.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure too. I just thought like, that's a very weird choice of word. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Um, it was pretty amazing, though. Like is, when she starts singing, to like manhole covers
0: just start coming off of them, like gays just start pouring out of yes,
1: them. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you're all Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> so she wants to try it again, and Justin's coming over because she wants to talk to another musician.
0: And now I will say I did one of my notes in this was I love their backyard. I do too. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's yeah. gorgeous. Their backyard is gorgeous.
1: It's very lush. Like, it's very green and very relaxing. I was into it. So then we get Whitney and Caitlin. um, And Whitney's basically working. She's, you know, filming a promotional video for the company she works for. And Caitlin comes over just to hang. And I meant to look up the company that Whitney works for. And it's on my list of things to uh, research. Um, But they've apparently crossed paths a few times because they both work in fashion. And Caitlin admits she's always appreciated Whitney's advice because she's got a good head on her shoulders. And Caitlin, she normally looks pretty cute. And in this scene, she's wearing like really expensive baggy clothes. And I know that's in right now, but I just, I'm not, I'm not into it. Um, And Whitney admits that she gave up the fashion line um, because she ran it with her father and he passed away and it felt too sad and like too much work to do it without him. And then they talk about some mom stuff and how it has ups and downs.
0: Well, one thing they said is that Caitlyn, when they, cause Caitlin implies that she wants to have a baby because one of the things Whitney's company sells is like fertility products. People are trying to get pregnant. Um, and she says, well, you know, I'm just concerned. Cause you know, like Heidi, gave up her whole life to be a mother. And I wrote my notes, like, she didn't have a life. I yeah. had to give up nothing to be a mother. Like, she was sitting around her house alone with Spencer and the dogs.
1: Like, yeah. what exactly
0: did she give up? Right. Nothing. Um, and I also thought this is interesting, because we've just now had, so far we've had a Sonic commercial, and now we've had a Bundle commercial. Yep. For Whitney's business. And then did you notice that in the, when she's talking about it, she says she gave up her clothes, living line. And then she came on to become like brand ambassador for this company. But then when she's shooting the video for the company, she says she's one of the founders. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to get the scoop from my client. Who's friends friends with her.
1: Yeah. I actually, I meant to text you too. Uh, because I'm a daily mail reader, Whitney and Timmy recently went out to dinner and they're good friends with Emma stone. And I got jealous. Like that's a dinner party. I would go to. I yeah. am jealous of Emma Stone. Yeah, that's what I Not mean. Whitney. I'd rather hang out with Whitney. But like, I want to sit in someone's boho backyard and like, have a glass of wine with Emma and Whitney. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. So then Audrina and Misha go out to celebrate her audition, audition, sorry. And she talks about, again, her career without her mom and how it's been rocky. Well, of course they're
0: at the Wellsborn.
1: Oh, good for you. I didn't catch that one.
0: Well, I only did because it looked a lot like the bar that the people, that Carter used to work at, that the Vanderpumpers go to. And I wanted to see if it was the same bar, but it's not.
1: Carter works at a bar? He used to. Oh, okay. Not
0: anymore. Oh. When, when, what's her face banged? When Katie banged him.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So, you know, then Misha says she has a nagging fear that she'll make the wrong decisions. And, So she is talking about her family, and they keep cutting back to her confessionals, and I was very proud because I caught my first manicure time error of the series, and she's in her confessional wiping her tears, so you can see very vibrant gold nail art. And then in the following confessional shot, when she talks about how close she's growing to Audrina, her nails are just plain nude
0: interesting because well, what's interesting not interesting about this is but you can tell it's the beverly hills producers because they're doing the same trope they do on housewives where they make them wear the same outfits yes for the confessionals, so you can't tell like so it seems like they were all filmed in one day but they were not
1: yes um so audrina's confessional i don't even remember what she says to be honest because my notes are about her little baby girl top and how she looks like an extra from Sharp Objects. Um,
0: my only notes were, Brian knows what we drink. What? They say that to the waitress.
1: Oh. She's like, what can I get you?
0: And, and Audrina's like, Brian knows what we drink. Ew. I'm like, so I'm supposed to believe that you and fucking Misha Barton come here so goddamn often that the bartender not only knows you, but knows exactly what you drink.
1: Yeah, which is probably water, and then they leave. (laughs) Um, Well, I did say also that the bar had the good ice, so
0: I was excited for them about that.
1: Oh. A little Um, colored ice. So then Audrina can't stop talking about Justin, you know, something new and different, and she needs to talk to him but needs to do it in private. She met him when she was 19. They had amazing times and some rough patches. And, excuse me, I'm yawning because I'm talking about Audrina and Justin. And says, so "And now it's gone and she feels like she's lost one of her best friends.
0: <laughs> Which I mean, in a sense is sort of true because they were friends. He came back into her life and reached out to her when she was getting divorced. Um, but you ruined it, Audrina. Like you pushed him away.
1: Yeah. By being a psycho. Yeah. And then we go back to Heidi and Spencer's. And this may be my favorite scene of the whole series so far. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Justin comes over, and he walks in the door and sort of says hi to Gunner in a way, you know, like those of us who don't want children say hi to children. And Heidi says, maybe it's Spencer, he says, so you can wear booties or you can take your shoes off. Heidi says, So I'm wondering if they're germaphobes, or is that a rental house?
0: Oh, no, I think they just like to keep the house clean. Haven't you seen, like, all of the housewives? A lot of them, you don't catch it, but they have booties. They have people put on booties. I think it's just to protect the floors.
1: I mean, yes, I know that. But there's also a huge difference between Kyle Richards' pristine estate and a filming crew and Heidi and Spencer's house, but... You don't
0: think Heidi and Spencer think they're better than Kyle Richards?
1: No, of course they do. But I also yeah. think it's, I am aware that they ask people to do that. I don't want to watch them ask people to do that. You get know what I mean? Like, I don't need to know whether Justin took his shoes off or not.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping he opted for booties.
1: Yeah, it would be a good look for him. hmm Um, so Justin also makes a joke that Heidi getting back into music will give Gunner a break from his mother. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. And Heidi then discusses what she wants to do with her music career now is a heartfelt Christian vibe, faith-based, positive song.
0: And my note on this is if your fan base is underground gay um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, if your fan base is underground gay dudes, maybe Christian pop isn't the best pivot.
1: Probably not.
0: Yeah. You know, I feel like you're going to lose a lot of your target audience there, Heidi.
1: Yeah. So then she's also wearing a cold shoulder cutout top with a normal bra. So her bra straps are just like across her shoulders, even though the whole point is to show bare shoulders, just as an aside, kind of annoying. So then she drops some lyrics, kind of half singing. And it sounds like the kind of song you hear in the back of an Uber. (laughs) Um, yeah. 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 So Justin, you know, bless his heart. He says, it sounds really pretty and you hit some really good octaves and notes. And he gives her really positive feedback and, you know, compliments her, but not overly so. And he says, you know, it's really hard to sing about positive things. It's a lot easier to sing about negative things. And so he gives her credit for that. And I noticed that their house was full of Christmas decor. Did you catch that?
0: No, I don't. So some,
1: like in between the kitchen and the living room, there was like a table or something, and it had some Christmas tree like things on it. And then Spencer comes home and tells Heidi she's got her rock star pants on. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. It just made me laugh so hard, the whole thing.
0: I was just very disappointed in this because what I wanted is what I'm sure actually happened is I wanted Justin Bobby to leave that house, call whomever and go, Oh my God, you will not fucking believe what I just had to do. Like Heidi. I mean, there's a Justin Bobby does not like Christian rock B Justin Bobby doesn't like super soft pop. I mean, we, he, if he is anything like he purports to be, he's into hardcore music, like hardcore punk bands. Like I don't, I, the whole thing, like I needed him to make fun of it. I needed him to be making fun of it. And I'm very annoyed that we didn't get to see him making fun of it because I know he was making fun of it.
1: Yeah. Maybe he will on Prattcast.
0: Maybe. I hope. I should tweet him. Be like, hey, on Prattcast, you need to talk about your Christian rock career.
1: Yeah. So then we go to dinner or a sit down with Audrina, Joey, and Stephanie.
0: At number 10.
1: Oh, good one. So Audrina starts off by saying that they all need to be adults so that we can move on. And Stephanie tells Joey, well, I want to give you the opportunity to say things to my face. And then <laughs> Stephanie says in her confessional, Joey's a bitch and only Audrina likes her. <laughs> and
0: I wrote, Joey is a bitch and Stephanie is correct. And I also put that Stephanie looks really good. She does. She looks really good. And that's, and I can't figure out what it is about her. Because it, it was it in this episode or last episode where they showed a flashback to her and Doug? Yeah, it was last episode. Um, where, and it's unsettling to see her old face by her new face. And I can't figure out what seems off. Is it her lips? Is it her lips are just a little too big? Probably. Like, there's just something a little off. Just a little off. I mean, I, I'm sure if I didn't well, know used to look like, I wouldn't find it off as all, at all. but She's it's just, done
1: a lot, though. A lot, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's like an eyebrow lift, a nose job, fillers, and a lot of Botox in, you know, eight years or so. You think she had an eyebrow lift? Uh, they look a little more arched than they used to, although she had that really thin, like, early aughts eyebrow game before, so it's hard to tell.
0: I mean, my guess would be the only surgery is the nose job. And the rest is just, like, fillers and injectables.
1: She maybe just reshaped them in the photo I'm looking at, but they are a little more arched. She had that more Amanda Bynes kind of look about her before. Like, they were more straight across a little bit. And but now you could the- do that with Botox. Right. Well, maybe she did that then.
0: Or the threading. Either way. Like, there's just, it's just something,
1: like... Like, I just can't pinpoint it. It's definitely... Oh, she did something to her chin, too. I mean, she she had a chin implant. She used to kind of... No, she used to have more of a Reese Witherspoon, like, pointy chin. And now it's a little rounded out. Hmm.
0: Either way, I would love for, like, a plastic surgeon to, like, give me the rundown.
1: I think she talks about it. I don't think she's shy. Yeah, I don't think she's shy about it. Um... So to get back to this sit down,
0: um, uh, quickly as an aside to all of you listening, I am not judging her because I have Botox and I recently just got filler. So not judging, just curious.
1: Yeah, no. And the reason I'm speculating is that I've never had Botox, so I don't know what it's capable of. Not that I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Audrina says that Joey didn't start the rumors, that she saw something, and that she thinks there's something going on, and what else should she think? But then she also says that she, quote, doesn't care. And Stephanie says, then you should actually stop caring.
0: <laughs> well, and what, my only note about this, really, is that I'm team Steph, and Audrina is making no sense. So she no doesn't sense. care what she does.
1: Yeah. So that whole argument was nonsensical. Yeah. And Stephanie says it's hurtful. Oh. Someone says it's hurtful that Stephanie told the truth and Audrina won't let it go. And Stephanie says that she hasn't done anything wrong. And then Joey says that she wants Stephanie to be more sensitive. Audrina was in love. And that it's hurtful that Stephanie doesn't think about Audrina. And Stephanie admits that she doesn't think about Audrina half as much as Audrina thinks about her and Justin. And that's true. And I, I just, I don't understand why it's any of Audrina's business in the first place. They were not together. Even if they were together 10 years ago, they weren't together now.
0: So, and then everyone keeps bringing up this girl code thing, but as you know, and I know, because we listen to podcasts, This scene was much longer. Stephanie apparently repeatedly said to Joey, like, are you enjoying your TV time? Like, are you, you're just, you're trying to get on TV. Like you're like a little chihuahua. And then Stephanie said that in real life, she, she left, like she stormed out. And in the show, it makes it look like Audrina told her to leave. Right. And she also said that she had a very heartfelt talk with Audrina and said, like, I'm really sorry, all of this stuff so much so that the producers afterwards told her they were moved at her like gracious speech with Audrina. Yeah. So we did we, all of that got cut.
1: Yep. So then we get a brief scene of Whitney at home with her husband and she has a brief phone call with Audrina that I didn't take many notes about.
0: So my notes about this are that Whitney's family is absolutely adorable. They're yes. just the cutest.
1: They have the um, highest fence said- around a pool I've ever seen though. Well, keep the baby out. It's like ten feet high. It looks like Trump's wall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, keep the neighborhood kids out too. Um, she says wearing, which yes. I got very excited over. Yeah, um, and then she does fucking white strips commercial.
1: Oh yeah. She's gonna go bleach her teeth.
0: And it's funny because when I was watching it, I didn't hear her say she was gonna bleach her teeth. And I couldn't tell I thought she was putting an in Invisalign. And I even tweeted, I'm like, is this a fucking Invisalign commercial? What's going on right now? But it was actually a Crest White Strips commercial. I feel like every week the product gets worse and worse and worse.
1: It is. And I'm so curious to see what happens with Stephanie in this quote-unquote Pepsi commercial she thinks she filmed.
0: Yeah, I don't know. because It's It's clearly her talking to someone and being like, can I have a Pepsi?
1: Yeah, exactly. So then we go to Frankie's house and i noticed more holiday decor because frankie has a bunch of pumpkins around his house so we've gone Did from christmas we've gone from christmas at heidi and spencer's to halloween at frankie's that's what i think but do
0: you think that it was filmed out of sequence or do you think that heidi and spencer are christmas psychos who decorate super early and frankie is lazy and hadn't taken down his halloween stuff yet
1: it's possible i'm just pointing it out
0: yeah no i'm with you i'm just speculating
1: It also wouldn't surprise me if they're hacking the shit out of this thing because that's what they always do. Stephanie also said on PrattCast that she was actually the most supportive person at Justin's concert and was singing along and clapping and being really, like, rooting for him and then all they took of her entire scene was that one line where she says that no one was there. Yeah. So, like, they definitely hack it up. So... Frankie admits that he likes being the guy who everyone can who can be there for everyone. Justin arrives. Spencer and Heidi arrive. Jason, and Ashley and come.
0: We have and, Jen, Nisha and
1: Whitney. Wife. Yep, and his wife Jen. I Jen. Um, now so I will pretty. say
0: that in the confessional, Frankie cut his hair short, and it looks so much better. And he needs to keep it fucking short.
1: Yeah. Um. So then we get the flashback to Spencer having lunch with Stephanie. And they were talking about her situation with Justin. Um, and, you know, Justin and Stephanie are both telling everyone that nothing happened. And we had a brief scene of all the ladies inside in the kitchen while the boys are outside. And Heidi's talking about how Gunner won't go to sleep without her. And she shows everyone the way that she very violently rocks him. Because she's an <laughs> insane helicopter parent. She's, it's nuts. It's, it's And that wild. kid's gonna grow up
0: to like initially love her and be attached to her, and then I bet hate her because she's so smothering. Hopefully, almost, when she has another kid, it'll, yes calm her down. I was
1: gonna say, I almost hope they have a second one because it, it's not sustainable this way.
0: Oh, they will for sure. Yeah. They're going
1: to have it for sure. That's true. Janet mentioned that in the last episode as well. Yeah. So then, you know, they're all outside and they're drinking and Spencer seems like he's getting a little turned up and Heidi says, "Well, we have to go soon." So he says, "Cool. I'm going to turn up for the next 4 minutes." <laughs> <laughs> so then Stephanie arrives and she actually brings a gift. And uh, she
0: brought me a gift, which was that she's single-handedly bringing
1: back the Peter Pan collar. She looked amazing. Yeah. I was digging it. And as soon as she walks in, Justin says, "You look gorgeous." And so Frankie admits he hasn't heard from Brody. And then they all start talking about Vegas and Joey and Audrina again.
0: Yeah. And Misha is now firmly team Audrina.
1: Which also doesn't make sense to me, honestly. You can be mad at Justin, but I don't know how that absolves Audrina. And that's the thing. This is the problem with the world is that
0: when this shit happens and nothing has happened, it's always the woman's fault. I know. Like, why is it Jordan Wood's fault with the Tristan Thompson? Like, it's always, like, this is stupid.
1: No, and quite honestly, it's, no one's more, not just, a Justin Bobby. it's more Justin's fault than Stephanie's by a landslide. He's because the one he, who apparently had some connection with Audrina that is now offending her. So it's on him, not Stephanie.
0: And it wasn't until this very dinner when he finally says to the boys, like, there has been no hooking up with Stephanie. Nothing has happened. I mean, it took him that long to shut it down.
1: I just, the whole thing is so dumb and I really hope they don't drag it out anymore because I don't think Justin or Stephanie are, they're not gaining anything from denying this. There is no story here.
0: No. And so, honestly, if they wanted to create a story for the show, they would hook up.
1: Right. Or they would play it you up like they, they were. They would say they hooked up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Justin gets mad and leaves the table and Heidi's just trying to leave to go home to her baby and she gets really confused and says she doesn't know what's going on. Um, and me too, yeah and she has the cutest backpack on did you see it i didn't it was like uh it was one of those like baby backpacks like very clueless but one i actually liked i'm well, sure now, it must be gucci but <laughs>
0: well we also haven't covered the part where justin bobby gets mad
1: yeah my, i just said like, my note my note says justin gets mad
0: well justin gets mad and he gets and says that Audrina called him 10 times
1: Yes, like when they and were shows,
0: at 4.30 in the morning and shows um, Misha.
1: Right, and, and then... Like,
0: calm down, Audrina, that's excessive.
1: Right, and then Misha says, well, she called me ten times, too. She just wanted to know where people were. And that's um, a crock of shit.
0: It is a crock of shit because, does that mean she was in her room? Like, Justin Bobby and Stephanie left. Great, and they probably left at, what, like, like, two, three in the morning. So, because Vegas' is, clubs are open at, like, six. So, but... Audrina was still with Misha and Frankie. And I'm assuming Michael. So like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, were you, if you, and if you're in your room alone, like just be in your room alone. And wouldn't you text? Be like, Hey, where are you? Like, where are you? Who
1: answers their phone when they're at a club?
0: Yeah. Well, they weren't at the club. They're huge. But I mean, the whole 10 times is excessive.
1: Yeah. So then, you know, Whitney says that Stephanie's stirring the pot and they show the Doug flashback. And Whitney says Stephanie's definitely attracted to wherever drama lies. Yeah. And I that's true.
0: And she uh, admits that. Yeah. Well, not so much. She admits she's a pot star, but same thing. Yeah.
1: So then <laughs> Stephanie says in front of everyone outside, if anything good is gonna come from this, it's Audrina finding her voice. <laughs> Which is a back-ended way of calling Audrina a wimp, I suppose. I guess. Um and then in our final scene of the episode, we go to Road to Seoul Korean barbecue. Yep. With Audrina and Justin.
0: Which I thought, dude, were you the only one that I was pissed off for this restaurant that Wells called it a Panda Express? He did? Yeah. He was like, we go to some restaurant. He's like, it looked like a Panda Express. And I'm like, not to me. It didn't.
1: Yeah. No. That's for- a thick move. Also, for someone who lives in L.A., you don't know what Korean barbecue is. That makes you look stupid. Yeah. Wow. So Audrina says they need to talk. And this felt pretty pieced together to me, honestly. Like, they cut some dialogue. But she talks about how she's been through a lot and how she isn't the same as she was 10 years ago and how the group is pushing them together. And so she says that they kiss goodbye and that the group, Justin says, you know, the group fed off that. And Adriana says, "Well, I didn't tell the group. I told Stephanie, and that's not true because we saw her tell Ashley as well. I think Adriana told everyone personally."
0: Yeah. So then, because with the kiss,
1: they discuss it, and she full on agrees that it was just a friend kiss. I know. So then Justin admits, "I don't know where the line is with you sometimes," meaning like he doesn't know what she takes as flirtation and what she takes as friendship and i don't know then things get kind of heated and she asks him why he's being such a dick and he says that things with her just got too heavy that he can't even respond to her texts about her ex and her divorce but he does commit one of my ultimate sins much like whitney with her hard g's he says texas I he said, instead of texts yeah I realize it's a difficult word to say, but it's one of my reality TV pet peeves. It's not the state of Texas. It's texts.
0: (laughs) Well, um, you missed the best part of the entire episode. And I tweeted about this. that got a lot of feedback. Um, And I will say, so he says, no, he's like, we were in Vegas. He's like, you were flirting. You You were talking at my belt.
1: Yes, that's my new Uh, favorite.
0: But so then someone tweeted me back and said, he said tugging. I thought he said tugging. So I watched it again a couple times. I heard talking, but then I turned the captioning on and the captioning did say tugging, but on PrattCast, Wells said talking. Same. That's what I heard too. So either way, but I'm going to go with talking, but I thought it was hysterical. And from now on, anytime I think I'm interested in someone, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to go talk to their belt.
1: Yeah, 100%. So good. So then... Audrina says, I don't think we can be friends. And he says he couldn't agree more. Friendship over. I'm kind of okay with it.
0: Um, I am too. And I'm assuming what we're going to get now is a bunch of uncomfortable scenes of them having to be in the same place at the same
1: time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we get our scenes from the next.
0: Which I didn't write anything down about.
1: Um, Brandon goes on a date. Justin brings a date to a party and Stephanie. demands, Yeah. With big boobs. And Stephanie demands an apology.
0: Oh, real quick. Speaking of his date, did you notice that on the podcast, Stephanie said that Justin hasn't kissed a girl in 10 years. What? She's, I think she meant like dated, but she was like, Justin hasn't kissed a girl in 10 years. Like he's free. He's. And I'm like, you're making him sound like a homo, but Okay.
1: Or I'll is he it. like, or is he like Rob's Valletta, where he like, doesn't, he doesn't even kiss me.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe it's possible. I wonder how long it takes him to hang a TV. Five
1: and a half minutes.
0: I'm going to give him three.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. We are just under 90 minutes. I am so proud. In two episodes. Yes. Not too shabby.
0: Um, okay, guys, well, we will see you next week. I will be live tweeting again this Monday, and um, stay tuned.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at one hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And
1: you can find me on Twitter at Hey It's HeyItItSMareBee.
0: Please remember to rate and subscribe and have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.